good morning, everybody. You're tuning in to the News at Morning Mixtape. It's Thursday, May 25th, and I'm your host, Vanessa Tiberio, reporting for CGRU 1280 AM in Toronto. Here are top stories from this morning. First up, the queen of rock and roll, Tina Turner, has died at 83. Then, Canadian Jeopardy! champion Matea Roach places second in the final round of the game show's Master Tournament. For some local news, one person is dead and another is injured in an early morning bond shooting. Then, Calgary doctors write an open letter saying their hospital emergency departments are collapsing. And lastly, we will hear from Samina with book recommendations for this week's episode of Turn the Page. So let's get into this morning's news. The legendary rock and roll singer Tina Turner has died at the age of 83. According to her representatives, the What's Love Got to Do With It singer died peacefully on Tuesday after a long illness in her home near Zurich, Switzerland. Best known for her soul classics and pop hits, Turner is dubbed an international sensation. She dominated the charts in the 1980s by landing over a dozen songs on the Top 40 chart. Her 1988 show in Rio de Janeiro attracted almost 200,000 people, one of the largest audiences for any single performer. In her career, she won a total of eight Grammy Awards and was inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame as a solo artist in 2021. Her death was announced on her official Instagram page. For our next story, Canadian Jeopardy! champion Matea Roach places second in the final round of the Jeopardy! Masters Tournament on Wednesday night. Along with the title of Jeopardy! Master runner-up, Roach won a quarter million U.S. dollars. The Jeopardy! Masters Tournament features the top six Jeopardy! contestants in a battle over who is the ultimate Jeopardy! Master. The three contestants battled for the title in two back-to-back games during the final round. Roach was in second place after the first game and took the lead in the second game, heading into the final part of the game, known as Final Jeopardy. The three contestants battled for the title in two back-to-back games during the final round. Roach was in second place after the first game and took the lead in the second game, heading into the final part of the show, known as Final Jeopardy. James Holzhauer ended up defeating Roach by almost $2,000. He takes home the first-ever Trebek Trophy, named after the previous late Canadian host Alex Trebek, and half a million dollars. The Halifax native earned a spot in the final round of the Ultimate Jeopardy tournament after a close match with competitor Andrew He on Tuesday. The two were tied in points at the end of the final Jeopardy. Since Roach had five more correct sponsors than He, they moved on to the final round. Roach was the only Canadian competing in this tournament. On Tuesday's match, Roach paid an emotional tribute to their father during the show, who died earlier this month of a brain aneurysm. Roach said their father is a huge part of the reason why they are competing on Jeopardy. Roach is the most successful Canadian to compete in Jeopardy, having won more than half a million dollars in 23 consecutive games last year. For our next story of this morning, one man is dead and another is in the hospital with life-threatening injuries after an early morning shooting in Vaughan. The incident happened outside a recording studio north of Highway 7 and east of Jane Street. According to CTV News, Sergeant Clint Whitney said multiple shots rang out shortly before 4 in the morning. So far, police have not confirmed if the shooting is connected to those who were at the studio. 
Sergeant Whitney also said police don't yet know if the shooting was random or targeted. York Regional Police Services said officers were called to the scene just after 3 on Wednesday morning. There, they found two men suffering from gunshot wounds. One of the victims was identified as a 29-year-old man and was pronounced dead at the scene. The other victim is a 27-year-old man who was transported to a local trauma center in life-threatening condition. Further suspect information is not available at this time, but York Regional Police Homicide Unit is investigating the situation. Investigators believe there are several eyewitnesses who were in the area at the time of the incident. They are urging anyone with video or information about the incident to contact them. For our final story of this morning, nearly 200 Calgary emergency room doctors are warning out burdens that emergency departments and hospitals are collapsing in a capacity crisis. In an open letter written to Albertans released yesterday, the group of doctors say they are struggling to provide timely and effective care to patients. The letter states that wait times in emergency departments have skyrocketed, with patients waiting up to 15 hours to be seen by a doctor. CBC News reports that the doctors involved in the open letter add up to about 75% of those working at Calgary's four adult hospitals. They say they are speaking out as independent physicians and not on behalf of Alberta Health Services or any other medical association. The doctors are citing labor shortages and a lack of access to primary care and hospital beds as the main reasons behind this crisis. The letter states that more than 600,000 Albertans don't have a family physician, adding stress to the hospital system. According to CBC News, Doctors are saying that patient volumes are still as high as they were during the pandemic and there aren't enough beds or staff available. Doctors are often providing care in hallways and waiting rooms. The letter states that at any given time, between 40 to 50 people can be waiting to be seen by a doctor. The doctors also say emergency departments are routinely closed due to a lack of skilled specialized emergency nurses. Well, that was all for me today, and now I'll leave you with Samina with this week's book recommendations from Turn the Page. Take it away, Samina. Hello, listeners. Welcome to Turn the Page. My name is Samina. Each week, I'm going to make a book recommendation, and I hope it gets you turning the pages. May is Asian Heritage Month, and 2023 is the 21st anniversary since the Government of Canada declared it as such. It is a time to reflect on and recognize the many contributions that people of Asian origin have made and continue to make to Canada. One of the best ways to do this is to read about the stories by people of Asian descent. In the last few years, there has been a rise in anti-Asian discrimination leading to attacks on Asian communities. Hate has no place anywhere. Warning: Do not read this book on an empty stomach. According to filmmaker Chul Kwan, Have you eaten yet? is a shorthand for how are you? It shows that you care because of war, famine, and poverty. People in old China did not always have enough to eat. Perhaps that is how these worlds became an expression for concern for someone's well-being. The title of the book is Have You Eaten Yet? The author is Chuol Kwan. You heard that part about not eating on an empty stomach, right? I only asked because the title captured my attention, and reading the book, within a few sentences, I wanted to head to the kitchen. Chuel expanded his companion documentary series to write this book. He traveled to 15 countries to explore family-run Chinese restaurants. Are you ready? Norway, Israel, Trinidad, India. 
And while this may sound like a food diary or a travel journal, it's not. Instead, we meet the families and their stories. The new Outlook Cafe in Outlook, Saskatchewan was opened by Cha Huang Kong, who came to Canada during the Chinese Exclusion Act. One of China's finest restaurants was started by Colleen Li Piang Nam, who developed Shea Manuel to stop trolling her in-laws. Throughout the book, Chul also sprinkles his own multicultural history. So if you're interested in traveling around the globe, Chinese food, history, and culture, this is the book for you. If you find there's a book you want to read immediately, check with your local library and don't forget to check Overdrive for a digital copy. You can also check your local independent bookstore. If you enjoyed this book and want to share your thoughts or make a recommendation, including your favorite recipe and restaurants, please find us on Instagram at CGRU News. Thank you for listening. Happy reading. Thank you so much, Samina. It's a sunny morning in Toronto today, with a daily high of 16 and a low of 5. And that was all from this morning's newscast. Thank you so much for tuning in and listening. I will be back again next Monday with some more news at Morning Mixtape. But until then, tune in tomorrow for more. For CGRU 1280am in Toronto, I'm Vanessa Tiberio. Thank you for listening. <laughs>